0: Thank you for choosing to listen to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. Each of these messages were given by various faculty, staff, and friends of Emmaus Bible College. To view each series as a whole or for more information about similar Emmaus ministries, please visit concerninghim.com. Why listen to someone speak from the Bible? especially since we know that the Bible was completed close to 2,000 years ago. If for nothing else, that we might listen to something more pleasant than the cacophony and harshness and quarrels which are going on in the public discourse today. But far more significantly, the Bible's message for us is of the utmost and of vital importance. It speaks to us about coming to know and having a relationship with our Creator. You see, a relationship with God is not only possible, it is really our design. This is what we are really meant to have. And with this introduction today, we are setting out on a journey through a book of the New Testament. All of the Bible, as God's Word, is important, but some parts of it address some issues more directly than others. Paul's epistle to the Galatians is noteworthy in this regard, because it is central to clarifying the message of salvation. The New Testament tells us that God has revealed Himself to the world, in and through Jesus Christ. Jesus came into the world not only to reveal truth and to reveal God, but also to bring us into a relationship with God. He did this through His very unique death and resurrection, which He experienced for our sake. The followers or disciples of Christ had as their main task to spread this message about a new life and relationship with God through Jesus Christ. This was the beginning of Christianity. Now St. Paul, or the way he describes himself, the Apostle Paul, was someone who actually started out not as a follower of the teachings of Jesus nor even as a sympathizer but as one who was hostile and strongly opposed to it. This was merely on account of his own religious zeal. He was opposed to this new religion connected with Jesus because he considered this whole thing to be a false one. His positive zeal for his own religion transformed itself into extreme hostility toward this new and what in his mind was heretical radical or false sect within Judaism in the form of Christianity. And he changed from being a hostile observer to an active persecutor of Christians until God did something dramatic with him. This man, Paul, identifies his home as someplace outside of Judea in a city called Tarsus in what is today Turkey. The city itself was close to the Mediterranean, somewhere toward its northeastern corner, but it is clear that Paul spent a significant amount of time in Jerusalem, both as a youth and as an adult. In the early days of Christianity, after the risen Jesus ascended to heaven, this, that is in Jerusalem, is where we find him. A 180 degree turn happens in his life, when he, while on his way from Jerusalem to the city of Damascus to catch and to arrest followers of Jesus, is encountered by the risen Christ himself. Saul of Tarsus becomes a follower of the man whom he had wrongly thought to be false, and becomes a propagator of the message which he had hitherto zealously opposed. When we read his own letters, he refers to himself as Paul, which was most likely a second name he had. Paul's letter to the Christians in Galatia is one of the earliest to come from his pen. This letter itself was motivated by a situation that arose in the churches in the regions of Turkey, where he had gone on what is often referred to as Paul's first missionary journey. This journey is described in the New Testament in the book of Acts in chapters 13 and 14. It seems very likely that the letter itself was written before the events of Acts 15, which is dated to around 49 AD. As he typically does, Paul begins his letters uh, with a self-introduction and reference to his recipients. So as we begin to read the epistle to the Galatians, It reads, Paul, an apostle, not from men, nor through a man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. And he adds another group with him as a sender by referring to them as an all the brothers who are with me. It is nice to know that the sender identifies himself. Sometimes we think putting our name to something that is published is a matter of taking credit, but it is also a a matter of taking responsibility, especially in our day and age when there is so much anonymity in what people say about other people, especially over things like the Internet it is good to emphasize the the significance and importance of putting one's name to what is being said. Paul's preferred self-identification is as an apostle of Jesus Christ. He is an apostle. We think of this as a high title perhaps today, but in Paul's mind, this has to do with the fact that he was commissioned by someone greater than himself with a task. He had a specific mission, a mission given to him by none other than Christ, the Son of God, and God himself. And this God whom he is obeying, whose mission he is carrying out, is the God of the universe, the only one, who has clearly acted in history, particularly and most momentously, when he raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Christianity exists because Jesus rose from the dead. When we read the Gospels, it becomes very clear to us that the followers of Jesus, following the crucifixion of Christ, his disciples were utterly despondent. They were cringing in fear because their teacher and leader had been executed by crucifixion. Preaching about him was the last thing on their mind until, most amazingly, He appeared to them as someone who rose from the dead. This fact is very clear when we read the Gospels. We find that in the days after Jesus went to the cross, the disciples were living in fear because now they were afraid the authorities who had executed their own master might come after them. But this all changed by the simple fact that Christ triumphed over death. He rose from the dead, and he appeared to them, not just once, but several times. The ladies who were devout followers of Jesus had gone to the tomb on that Sunday morning to do honors to his body, but discovered to their amazement that he had risen. Now, Saul of Tarsus, or Paul, comes into the picture a little later, a few years later. The good news of Jesus was already making its impact in Jerusalem and the regions around it when he got into the act as an opponent of this new thing. But then also to his own utter amazement, the risen Christ appeared to him. This was as a bright light from heaven flashing around him with a voice accompanying that said, Soul, soul, why are you persecuting me? This happened when Paul was on his journey from Jerusalem to Damascus to go after Christians. When Jesus' followers are persecuted, he views and feels that as something done to himself. Now Paul responds to this vision with, Who are you, Lord? And the voice tells him that he is Jesus the Nazarene whom he is persecuting. He has more things to tell him. God had a purpose for the soul of Tarsus, to bring the good news about him to people all over. That was a turning point in Paul's life. He would now be advocating the truth that he was previously, out of ignorance, trying to suppress. So, he's now, as an apostle of Christ, one commissioned by him, having already undertaken several years of work in spreading the good news to various parts of the world, outside of Israel, he is writing to a group of Christians who were formed in the churches through his own labors and effort, who lived in the region of Galatia. So Paul, as he writes, he says, I am an apostle, not from men, nor through a man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead." The way Paul introduces himself in this particular letter is in some ways different from the openings of other epistles penned by him. He, in fact, begins with a negative. He says, I am um, I, Paul. Uh, an apostle, and those are common in his self-introduction. But then he says, not from men nor through a man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father. One of the, the, the points that he will make quite emphatically in the epistle is that the message of the gospel that Paul preached was not something that people taught him. It was a message that the risen Christ himself had given him. He came to understand the good news of salvation through his encounter with the risen and ascended Christ on the road to Damascus. His apostleship comes not from the existing apostles laying their hands on him and commissioning him to the task, but his apostleship comes directly from God through Christ because it is the appearance Of Christ that charges him with the new task and mission as his emissary. So he is not an apostle from men. Neither a group of men or an individual person made him an apostle, but it is through Jesus Christ and God the Father. It is God himself who revealed himself to him in the appearance of Christ who commissions Paul. This is actually an important fact. Especially in our day, people, scholars studying the New Testament are looking for various places in the religion of the first century that would have, might possibly have contributed to the Christian message. To what extent do we owe the ideas in the writings of Paul to 2nd century BC to 1st century religion in Judaism? or even outside of Judaism. This may be an interesting question to pursue. However, Paul's strong affirmation is that the source of the message that he preached and taught is not man nor contemporary religion, but God himself. That is, the message that he advocated was not his working through and transforming ideas which were current and prevalent in his day, but something that he was dramatically introduced to in a a completely transforming experience, where his previous notions were turned around and, and, and he was brought to realize things that he had not previously understood. And he attributes this entirely to the work of God. Thank you for listening to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. This ministry is possible because of the generous contributions from our partners around the world. For more information about partnering with us, please visit emmaus.edu slash